When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. We're back to look at Sunderland's progression into the last eight of the League Cup and ahead to a big game in League One on Saturday afternoon at Rotherham United. I'm in a pub and I'm joined by Gareth Barker and Richard Eastbrook. Hello, how are we, lads? Hello, you all right? This is weird. It's good though, isn't it? It's it's good weird. Yeah. Yeah, is this a, like, obviously we've done the React Nose. But, like, when's the last time we did, like, a face-to-face, huh? So, the last face-to-face podcast yeah, was... was in the pub, wasn't it? was in the... Before the Blackpool game. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Pub before the Blackpool game, that didn't happen. Um, in I full circle in, 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 in still Newcastle. Cool. Still cool. anyway. We'll go to Blackpool cool. anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was, I was on that as well. I was going to... I was going to count how many days it was today uh, since that last podcast, but... Uh, Have you done that? No, I forgot. Right, I was, well... I was doing other things, so... What, find out what the episode number is, that's what it should do. Yeah, well... When you find out how many episodes we've done since the since the Lucky yeah. D. Well, since then, we've done uh, all the pandemic pods. Yeah. Which were... Um, well, I think this is the first pod I've done with you two since the Premier Passions pods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it uh, is. Are all of these pods available on the website, Richard? Uh, they're timeless, they I would say. They are, and they're also really easily signposted as well. Yeah. So <laughs> on the uh, newly on the, refreshed on the website, new, that newly did, fre- refreshed website, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and where, where can you find that website, Richard? That's at wisemensay.co.uk. Yeah, I would go there and have a look at that content because it's hot, hot, hot. Well, I agree. But before you do that, um, <laughs> do it now. I've got some news. I've got some, turn your podcast. I've got off. some very almost breaking news uh, revolving around Dan Neal. Dan Neal has signed a new contract at Sunderland about mm. half an hour ago, I believe. So that's good, isn't it? That's I mean, that's great news. Like no Very one can exciting. disagree with that. No, he's like obviously you touched on the uh, last season, kind of came a bit of a joke. It's like because it, on the back of the get the kids in, it was like get Neil in and all that, and he did look tidy because of that. You know, the, that the, pass, the against pass against Harrogate. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it's a bit like Emelon as well, slightly different level because he's a he's a different kind of player and he's a bit younger, but. He's been like he looks like a class above when he's on the ball, doesn't he? Compared to like a lot of the just men midfielders that no, well he, he does know, no, of I the think division. It, yeah, you're right. It's he's obviously a different type of player to to Embleton, but it it shows like the direction the club's obviously going in, and, and it's just a, a much better place than we were we were this time last year, isn't it, Richard? Really? Yeah, it is. I, I remember. Um, I remember. I remember saying um, 
around the time where, when Madger was was kind of weighing up his contract deal back in what twenty twenty eighteen into twenty nineteen, um, that we want I wanted us to have like a, a group of players that could grow with us through the leagues in much the same way as Southampton did when they came up and they had they had Lalana and they had uh, Oxley Chamberlain and uh, and latterly kind of had the academy prospects coming through and that's what I want us to do you know to use this this time in League One to develop players that are good enough to go into the championship that are good enough to play for Sunderland in the championship in the upper half of the championship and ho- hopefully one day in, in the Premier League I think I think I'd be probably the proudest I've been as a Sunderland fan to see the players like Dan Neal and, and 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 the other young players coming through, kind of just doing that in the Premier League. I think that would be great. Um, obviously, that's a hugely long way off, but uh, to get both Neil and Embleton signed up on long-term contracts is 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 a huge sign sign of intent. No, it is. And I, like it is a long way off. You're right, but it's the first steps. To, you've mentioned Southampton. That's what they obviously mm-hmm. had to do. It's what. It's what we're having to do, and it's just nice to see that there's some like forward planning in place, and we're not going to lose these players for fifty-five thousand pounds and basically give them away because we have no money. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's good that like, it's nipped in the bud now. In here we are yeah, in October, it is, it, yeah, because not it's not gone in, in the last year of the deal either. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's a funny one because like the uh, whole like I, I, I kind of forget the in the in vogue model. Like it's like. I thought like this, I thought the, South, I thought the Southampton model was six years ago, Richard. Well, exactly, but and now we're there. I mean, we we always did get to the models a little late. Yeah. But I think six years. <laughs> However, we used to did. I think we did comment at the time though. It's like people used to say, "Oh, it should be like Swansea or Southampton." Mm. I always just point out the differences between, you know, they've grown through the league. Yeah, and it's it's you can't implement that once you're at. Once you're in the Premier League, you can't implement that model. No, it's yeah, impossible. It's too late. It's too late. You've got I've to get relegated two divisions first, which we set about doing. We've done that in the right yeah, way. Yeah, we've, so we've done we've got that there before anybody yeah, we else has. The Southampton model to, to yeah. implement something like that. It's like changing a tire on the M1 while moving. It's, it's yeah. you can't do it. You've got to take the time out. And the, league One's a great development league. <laughs> it is well, <laughs> well the League Cup is a great positive spin. <laughs> it the is. League, well, you know, but the League Cup is a great development cup yeah. because. We're now in the qu- well, we're now in the quarterfinals of it. Um, yeah. Tuesday night, big QPR penalties. It was. Some I thought the game penalty. itself it's was, quite was good. Game, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. Well, it was, like it was for o- nil-nil. Yeah, it was okay with chances at, at both ends. Obviously, some very close offside calls, which we'll yeah. come on to in a second. But well, I was I looking. Re- I was lucky enough to see the game. Um, on, on South African TV because I actually took a flight on well, uh, Tuesday did. morning. <laughs> well, but where did yeah. you? Wa- I watched it in South Africa as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I went to Soweto. <laughs> so um, which has a bad press, but it, it's it's really good. Have you ever thought about moving? Uh, so I mean, there would be reasons in the past why I would go. Ru- yeah, exactly. uh, ruling out moving to South Africa <laughs> for various reasons. <laughs> Heard it's lovely now, though. But yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it was yeah, good yeah. to be able to watch watch a League Cup game uh, legally. But it was good. It was good. It was, it was you must be knackered. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, same I time, it's not, I mean, time zone the same. Well, it's only two hour difference, isn't it? I know, but you're below the equator, so. Yeah, but it's only two hour difference. Yeah, but you do stuff to get there, like. Come so back, it's what, eight hours or something? Yeah, but you can find it. It's below the equator, so the toilet water goes down the opposite way. Right, okay. Your blood runs different and everything. Your blood runs differently. Your blood runs differently, well. Someone had a gravity in it. Do you, do you like valves in your heart, like switch around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a thing. That's why people struggle when they're. 
That's that's why Mark. No, you're talking, you're thinking, you're thinking of altitude. You not you've got it, Mick. You've got no. He used to play for Sunderland, and he wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's um, <laughs> hemisphere and altitude. You've got arse over tit, Richard. You, you know, not, well, not for the first time. I got yeah. the penalties, arse over tit. It certainly um, did. Sunderland won three one on penalties. I think I've written three one down. It was three one. Was three one. I was praying it was going to be three 0 yeah, that would have been. That's not something you see. One nil would have been quite funny. Yeah, that would have been lovely uh, if we'd won one yeah. nil on penalties. But we took our penalties really well. Pritchard really mugged off their stupid goalkeeper. Yeah, what was he trying to do? Fee for that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Like, he just looked ridiculous. He was never going to save that because he's not set. No, exactly. To save. Yeah, it would just have to hit him, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, he, Pritchard did try and hit him. To be fair, it wasn't. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't a great penalty, but he he just made him look stupid, and then then their last player. The captain just put it over the stadium. Yeah, I mean, the chair one was the best one. The chair one was great. I love him the though, he's got a great name. It wasn't even a run up; it was a walk up. It was a bit like um, Ivan Tony's penalties. He, he, yeah, but he scores them. Yeah, yeah, he scores them. But he he, he walks up casually to the to the spot. Lyle Taylor does and, that as well. Hey, Lyle Taylor does that as well. Walks yeah, up to yeah. The spot. yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, your, your man chair just walks up and then manages. Without any backlift to get it over the bar, probably over the ground into like South Africa Road or wherever it is. South um, African. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stuff going on about South Africa. Yeah. That, that's the road that, yeah, yeah. that Loftus Road is on, or the Kian Prince Foundation yeah. Stadium. No, it is. No, yeah, you're right. But, it is. Yeah, but the game, the game itself, I thought we actually, <laughs> yeah, I thought we actually played reasonably well. Uh, no, we, we did. We certainly deserved to take it to penalties. I know there was the. <laughs> yeah, well, the very offside goal. <laughs> the slightly offside goal. Yeah. Um, I like the way those of people like contorting themselves. Like after Saturday, <laughs> yeah. after like right, like getting a list out, getting a scroll out of reasons why we hate the referee on Saturday. Everyone's trying to find reasons why it was actually well, actually by the letter of the law, it was onside because it was like a yeah, Tuesday cause night. Because at the um, first phase of play, you guys yeah, was running yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was definitely not. It took a deflection, offside. so it's onside. That was the. Well, it was given offside, so therefore well, it was live, offside. Live, obviously, from my seat in Potchestroom. <laughs> um, like it looked. Um, <laughs> well, that's a place in South Africa. Yeah, no, it's just in Pal. Um, it, it was a, it was a lie. I was like that's offside straight away and when he was off celebrating I was like he's off it's fine relaxed because it's definitely going to be off and then um, yeah and, and then it was like pulled back and I wasn't expecting it to be such a bad decision no like, it was a terrible it was like, oh, that's actually very, a very <laughs> bad decision I didn't actually see the goal because um, the stream went went down there's no surprise so, here Richard I mean, I was to in, be honest this is, this is quite Sweden, on brand so, so there was no stream to talk about. It was a live thing. Lady Smith, Black Mambazo came in and did a live set, and it distracted us. I missed the goal, saw the replay, so I kind of it kind of took yeah. the, the 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 shock out of it. But but yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, these things. I know people say it's got a, like a habit of leveling itself out over time. Um, and that, that well, it took four days to, <laughs> to yeah, level yeah. itself. And that's out. fine. That's fine. You know, we're still we're still getting. You know, England still get pelters about the, the, the 1966 goal, and it's just nice that that yeah. kind of the equilibrium has been restored so quickly. Does leveling out count? Is it cross competition or leveling leveling out? You know, like bookings, where it's like, oh, yeah. a booking I counts in counts, one competition. I think it counts, but the uh, EFL trophy is a standalone, a standalone for leveling, leveling out. out. Yeah. Right, okay. So to be we honest, need to the referee, for the game for, for the referee <laughs> was one of those yeah, referees yeah. that kind of people in the championship and in, in League One kind of. And roll their eyes. Like Keith Stroud is a 
is a kind of a Trevor Kettle. He's a he's a, who's the referee with Darren Darren Drysdale. Um, there's another referee as well. The the one that um, yeah, Carl Boyson. They're all kind of celebrity refs at this li- this level, and they're, they're prone to make a decision like this. I mean, it was the linesman, to be fair, rather yeah, yeah, than the, the referee ref- the, yeah. on this occasion. Yeah, they were, you know, to to give Keith Stroud, uh, you know, a bit of no, well, not credit because he could. Yeah. I mean, he, surely he could have seen it was it was onside, but no mention for the beefcake ref as, for, as far as celebrity refs. I don't actually know his name. Is. Um, Anthony Backhouse is, it? is his name. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. I just named some referees yeah. for you there. Yeah. Um, the game itself, though, was obviously Lyndon Gooch came back into the team, and I thought he did all right. I thought he, I thought he kind of grew into the game. Um, obviously, he didn't finish the game, did he? Can't remember. Um, but I thought, I, I thought, I thought he. It's good to have him back because uh, yeah. I think we've struggled out wide recently. Diaku flatters to deceive a little bit for me obviously he, he went off with a knock I don't know how serious that is or anything but I, I thought of the two wingers although Gooch was the most effective just has better deci- it's remarkable but Gooch has better decision making than, than Giacu I think no it's it's good to see him get minutes minutes in his tank um, or under his belt wherever the either minutes the great whatever. minute shortage of yeah, yeah. 2021 exactly yeah yeah he had a queue for ages for those, but um, no, it's good to see him get. Uh, you know, he, he need, he's he's on a road back, and and Deaki was on a different road. He's as I said the other day, he's, he's on a on a road to kind of learning about the English game. And I know we say it's like the best standard in the in in the world, but the pace of it is a different kettle of fish compared to, to the German league. A different Trevor kettle of fish. Different Trevor kettle of fish, and also that that Deaki's been playing. Majority of his football at third third tier of German football, which is which is pub pub league standard or beer keller standard. I've never seen. I've never seen. <laughs> well, I've never seen it. It. No, no, but we you are you of wouldn't. course in the third tier of English football. <laughs> exactly, but that but you would see the third tier of English football on South African TV or something like that. Of course, you, well, we, we, it's, all it's a different, we all did. We all did But it is it is better standard of football, and he has had to adapt to that. I think when it when it's going for us. He's doing all right, but but when you know when we're up against it, when we're chasing the game, he, he isn't there yet. I just think there's certain games as well for me that I just wouldn't play him in. I will come on to the Rotherham game later. I'm going to be controversial and say Ooh. I thought it's that like you, was the Yaku's, and I'm not I'm not being like massively blown away by him because I've said in the pod the other week he's very much you bring him on a three 0 or chuck him on when you're losing. Which is exactly what's happened in the last two games. But I thought that was easily his best performance. Now, I was like very frustrated. I think the whole of Johannesburg could hear us shouting how annoyed I was at some of his decisions. <laughs> but table mountain shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, it was just like 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 that one in the in the first like the right in the, the first five minutes when he. I know, like we're talking about it after, and it was pointed out. Yeah, if he had squared it uh, to Stewart, it probably would have been cut out. And I know it's easy to say that looking at it from a wider angle. <clears throat> oh well, yeah, but the, the defender on the striker within the width of the posts. So if he does play it in that area, the defender's got a difficult clearance to make, especially when Stewart's on his shoulder in the six-yard yeah. box. But percentages, I would say, like he's got a greater chance of 
and a goal being scored if he puts it across the face of goal even if Stewart's unlikely to get onto it then he does yeah. shooting from the angle he shot but that's I think it'll come in time I thought he actually stood up pretty well physically what I thought was really interesting when you look at like the level above and how in League One it's our wingers generally get the ball and they can turn and face goal quite quickly yeah. and they're going at the opposition goal whereas in this game it it's hard, a lot harder to get turned and get face onto their goal Gooch all the time was being forced back towards our goal when he was receiving the ball um, we know it's that on Saturday as well because Bol- um, not Bolton um, we, 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 we lost the shot yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a long time ago no. um, jet lagged yeah, exactly <laughs> they, they did a really good job against us on Saturday of, of keeping us with our backs to goal and not letting us do the nice little stuff that we've been yeah. doing on a half turn and turning and facing goal and kind of getting in behind we weren't getting any of that on Saturday um, so so yeah it's something that Diakou needs to needs to learn no, he also needs to I was saying to my mate in, in uh, to his house in Cape Town when we were watching it on, <laughs> on Tuesday that he doesn't seem to know the offside rule which is it's like he's just constantly offside Diakou when he's making the runs it's his first game he with the with the, uh, the home game, I can't remember who we played. Where he was just making the same run every <laughs> yeah, single just time. Running, he's just really like, you fast. are four yards outside. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> it was like really bit bad AI on like FIFA, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, love him. I, but no, that that side, I thought we, I thought we played quite well. I thought uh, Al, Alves, the you know the yeah, he was good. The dodgy clearance, maybe aside. I thought I thought he looks. I That's one of them. Good. That can happen. Oh no, to it's not big. It's just like it's a one of them. Bit of a, oh. Yeah. Oh, it looks bad. Went in. But yeah, it, it looks bad. It looks bad. It does look bad. But and Burge, Lee Burge, yeah, Burge. yeah. Oh, great. Hats off to Burge. Like he was great. Like he he did everything he needed to do. He didn't. There was one where he like where he parried it. It was a good save, but he pushed it straight back into the danger zone. Yeah, but it didn't matter. There was times when he just like commanded his area well, in a way that we've not seen before as well. No, it was good, and it's kind of been overlooked, but. Their, their goal it was a great save that, yeah. that he made um, before he was rightly flagged offside as we've decided correct I'm pleased he was because we're in the quarterfinals alongside West Ham Liverpool Chelsea Brentford Spurs Arsenal and Chris's Foxes Leicester um, <laughs> who do we want who do you want in the next round I, Richard I, want, I, I just want one of the I want one of the big, big. You want teams. one of the Premier League teams? No, no, no. One of the big, because I'm still in the. I know maybe other fans might not be in the same mindset, but it's only four and a half years since we're in the Premier League. So when you say I want a big team, I want one of the top six. I don't want a Brentford or a Leicester, uh, maybe a Leicester, but I don't want a Brentford. We well, Leicester are quite good. Yeah, Leicester, Leicester are quite good. Leicester are very good. They, they've won the title yeah, more yeah. recently than we have. So. Leicester are better, for example, than probably we are. Oh, yeah, I would for example. Yeah, I mean yeah. on paper, for the Kaiser yeah. Chiefs, better than them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, personally, I want Chelsea at home. Yes, because I'd like to see Chelsea play. Because I think we're going to look. I'm not being, you know, I'm often accused of being very negative. I think we're going to lose to whoever we get in the next round. I don't think that's a ridiculous. You know, statement to me. I mean, and I would again, like to again if you go back to paper, yeah, we're probably statistically gonna. I think the best lose. chance we've got of winning is is probably play Liverpool at home. Because, you reckon? Well, I watched some of their game last night. 
I know they played Preston, who were, you know, Preston are not great. I'd fancy us to be Preston, to be honest. Um, shame they didn't get through. Um, but it's moments of quality that won the game, like Origi just doing something outrageous and a bit of yeah. Minamino with the first goal. But I think that's you because Liverpool will rotate a lot. They'll play Adrian and Goal, who's not very good. Um, well, so that's probably, I'd say that is arguably your best chance. That's how the Premier League teams kind of see games out against teams of our level. They, they just absorb the pressure, you know, for 85 minutes and just pop up with a little bit of quality that completely turns it on its head. And we're knackered because yeah. we're basically been sprinting for, yeah. for 85 minutes. No, but that's it. I, feel, I feel like the best chance of victory would be... Arsenal at home because like it's Arsenal you know yeah. what they like to do like they are yeah. like they lost to Bradford they do daft things like it's a perfect bisection there of like Arsenal and like upset yeah we would be the upsetters or Brentford just in that style of football wise their goalkeeper's also injured yes is he yeah right, okay. until like next March so. okay it's just more like style of football wise like I can imagine they wouldn't come on to us as aggressively as maybe some other teams. They'd, yeah. They'll like keep the ball. We we can get like set up, and yeah, they're gonna like they're a really good team. But just saying in style, yeah. And Brentford, Brentford will definitely not be prioritising this this no, tournament, I mean, and they won't have well, the, the squad to be able to do that in a way know. that an Arsenal or a, no. or, or, or a Liverpool can. They did fairly comfortably beat Stoke last night. Stoke. Uh, so. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but we, yeah, but we would lose. Yeah, but we decide before we get too deep into mm-hmm. the cup draw, which is taking place on Saturday morning. Well, I'll, I'm on my way to Rotherham. We're going to take a quick break and look ahead at that actual game when we come back. The Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terrace. Cargo shorts. For a ten percent discount, enter the code WMS10 at the checkout stage. Bucket heads. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast, presented by Rory Fallow and Matthew Keeling. T-shirts. For more information, search for From the Terraces on social media. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. We are going to look at Someone's trip to Rotherham on yeah, sorry, Saturday. Sorry, just, uh, just uh, laughing about how uh, Richard's favourite uh, player is uh, Sean Bartlett. 
So I remember Wait, him. Was he playing as a South African reference? He's a South African striker who played for Charlton. I don't know. You've ruined my. You've you, you, you ruined the, the lovely intro I had well, planned. Well, I've got to do it again. I could have said Mark Fish. You haven't got it. I didn't really have one. I was just like, oh, all right, okay. I was something about New York and. <laughs> rather than play at the New York Stadium and yes well anyway they're in good form though Rotherham they've uh, they're fifth they're a point behind Sutherland played a game more they're, they've won four of the last five they beat Manchester City's under 21's 5-0 on Tuesday night Will Griggs scored mm. but uh, well unfortunately for Sutherland he can't play on sa- well I, I, has anyone checked this because he, uh, can't, play. he can't play unless there's, unless there's a gentleman's agreement and no, like, he can't play <laughs> gentleman's agreement it'd be quite funny if we'd forgotten that. yeah it's something we would it's something we would have done maybe for example last season forgotten to put in the clause that he can't play yeah. against us isn't it? I don't yeah. think it is like I don't think you can give permission in the league I don't think you've got a choice uh, I think well, it's just like you uh, can't Luar Luar once played and but, scored against no, Newcastle that's what brought that was the years ago or something that's what brought the rule in in the cup, you can. You can allow. So, say we got the final and played, and and played Man City, who got knocked out. They could say, "Oh, Callum Doyle can play in the final." All oh, right, okay. But it's not going to affect them at all, is it? They're out anyway. Definitely not. So, twenty-one games consecutively, they won Man City in this competition. That's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. We're anyway, not going to win anymore. Not anymore. Phil Foden's called his dog Carabao. Looks a bit stupid now because that dog yeah, hasn't seen hasn't seen a Carabao Cup victory. What if Idiot. they change sponsor? Which they will because it does happen. Yeah. yeah like, what's it going to call actually. it next time? Spot Worthington. What? Well, I, think that's <laughs> I don't think Worthington. Worthington. Worthington's good distinguished, name. isn't it? I quite like it. Dog name. Yeah. Carling. <laughs> this is my dog Carling. Um, milk. Milk. <laughs> 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 oh, we had this discussion once yeah, before. Yeah. I'm not doing that again. Um, yeah. Rumbleos. <laughs> <laughs> Try and look at Rotherham's results here. Cork, Cork. <laughs> Soon, no, Sorry, Hoggy Hoggy. <laughs> That's a any more? Any more names for no, dogs? I don't think of any more. Just naming dog yeah. names now. I, we, I, uh, the lad I used to next door to his granddad used to call the Coca Cola Cup the Hokey Cokey Cup, which I quite enjoyed. So. <laughs> I think it should be called that. That's what it's all about. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they've recently brought Wait, out them. More, more than in though. You're regretting this idea, aren't you? Like meeting in person, <laughs> doing it. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. I would have just muted you if it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it was on the old Zoom. Um, the rec- Rotherham have recently beaten Portsmouth four-one, Milton Keynes three-nil away, and drawn nil-nil against Wickham. That's all I've got on Rotherham, really. I don't yeah. really care that much more. Paul Warren is their manager. Yeah. Um, that's it, really. Anyone know anything more about Rotherham? Anyone care? They, or do you want to talk about they, bit, they are the Norwich of yeah, they are very much the Norwich Championship. They get promoted and then get relegated. I think they've been... I think it's six seasons of flux consecutively. Where it's they've quite gone up, come down, actually. gone up, come down, gone up, come down. Yeah. And he did cry when they got relegated this time. So you think, well, why, why would he cry? It's like surely it's like ah, oh, this has happened again. Oh, maybe it right, right, right missing a bus third time stings the most. Maybe yeah, maybe what happens in the fourth time? Who knows? Let's hope they don't get promoted, and we never find out. Well, because no, we need either. to get promoted. So instead, but two teams can get promoted. Maybe we get Three promoted alongside. Yeah, but the, the doesn't count in the playoffs. <laughs> we never win. They can that. go up in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they can, go, yeah, they they can do that. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, well, we travelled there with, obviously on the back of the win on on Tuesday, but with still quite a depleted squad, I'd say. Um, Denver Hume picked up a knock on Tuesday night, which I know he wasn't starting, but it's just another injury we could do without, really, isn't it? I think that kind of speaks to the downside of of going quite deep into this competition is is that you know especially with the, the with the Papa John's well the priority of course the Papa John's like, well exactly the FA Cup is going to be the there's going to be nowhere anywhere on the priority list now like the Mansfield game is going to be an under 20 under under under, under 8s game essentially I mean it, it, it is a concern we don't we have a decent squad but we don't have a squad to sustain performance across four competitions <laughs> we have no we, we don't and we have obviously some of the players that are fit now Corey Evans oh, he isn't going to stay fit for very long history suggests um, we've got Alves went off but he didn't look injured he just hadn't had many yeah, minutes Diaku did get a knock though I don't know how serious that is he said they were all contact it. injuries though so, and well, he said like they should be fine so and Broder will be coming back and we've got them yeah. you know there'll Embleton, be another option Embleton coming back I still think so. that central midfield is is a concern and unless Huggins can come back quickly and Winchester is able to kind of come into that well Huggins that, is out for three months well that's the thing yeah so in that position we've got O'Neill and Neil who are you your first choice well it's Lee Johnson's first choice well, but, but 09 and Neil are the two that you can rely on to be fit every week well really. exactly even yeah, 09's shoulders one of those gets injured we, so. we, we've got an issue because so much of our play so much of this this way of playing that we have it goes through not just not, not just Dan Neil but 09 does his part as well but a lot of it goes through Dan Neil he's kind of the linchpin of that midfield uh, you know, I heard on the um, on, a, on the official uh, Sunderland podcast. Uh, can't remember who presents that now, but uh, I was like, "What's what? but yeah?" Some he, guy. The, Dan Neil mentions the players that he's influenced by, and he says Zidane and Frankie De Jong. But you can see that even at a League One level, you can see that influence. And he should get his hair like Zidane. He should. <laughs> should or just headbutt Matarazzi. Yeah, headbutt the nearest Italian. Yeah, Sorrentos. Yeah. Who's the nearest Italian in League One? Uh, Did anyone tweet? If you've you know, pa- if you know Paolo De Canio, Italians, Italians, Italians in League Paolo One, Paolo De Canio five years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 see, they do, they do exist. But, but no, he's, yeah. a lot. Uh, he's kind of like low key, but all of a lot of our play goes through him. He starts moves and he finishes moves, and if he gets injured, we're, we are in trouble. We're gonna have to. I think I think we're gonna have to get someone in. I definitely think we'll be looking at either a, a, a loan or to try and, to try and bring right. someone in. Yeah, I'll have to get a right back and or or a midfielder. I'd rather buy a midfielder, I think, because I think Manchester's yeah, he's doing, doing fine well at right yeah. back. Don't I don't think if we buy a midfielder, great in midfield. To be honest, I think he's and, H- and Huggins has been good when he's fit. Yeah, as well, exactly. So. Yeah. If we buy a midfielder, the the way of of Sunderland is he can play right back too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll just get Craig Gardner like, on the contract, isn't it? It's like yeah. being able to play right back as a new deep lying centre midfielder. That's the yeah. anyone can play in deep lying centre midfield. That was like the thing for years. Yeah, no matter what your position normally was, now everyone can just play right back. So actually, we've had a lot of crossover there because there's a lot of midfield right backs. 
There the is. Marsons played there, Gardner, Gardner. Whitehead. Whitehead. Whitehead was the, the, the OG for that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the OG, yeah. Who? Probably. Dean Whitehead. Oh, yeah, he played there for an entire season, mm. I think, he pretty did, much. Yeah. No, we've, we've had it. No, we've, we've had it for ages. But who would you play midfield? I, I think if Evans is if Evans is fit, I'd, I'd, I don't know if I'd I don't know who I'd, I'd play in the middle. I think oh nine. I think he could do with a spell out of the team personally. But I'd, mm. well, what? it's not it's not going to happen though. Is no, it? well it isn't. <laughs> but I, I'd, I'd, I don't know. I'd, I'd, it, it just wouldn't hurt to freshen it up. I don't think we. No, no, I agree. I agree. If Evans is fit, I'd start him with Neil. I would. I think I would. Evans is better starting a game than coming into a game. I don't think he's a good substitute. No. I just feel as though he's like a player who dictates the pace of the game. Yeah. yeah rather than somebody who comes in and matches it. Now, I'm sure you know, like that, there might be people out there going, that's a ridiculous thing to say, but just the way when he comes on, sometimes it takes him a little while to get going. Yeah. When it's a bit frantic. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd I'd, be, I'd I'd probably make that change. Obviously, Emilton come in for Pritchard because Pritchard's next. Yeah, uh, knackered. So I'd have brought him back think, in anyway. I think McGee, I, think I thought McGee was great when he came on after his uh, episode on Saturday. Mm-hmm. His ninety minutes, his incident, <laughs> ninety <laughs> minute incident. <laughs> well, I think that's yeah. the concern at the moment is that out of our two deep midfielders, you've got O'Neill and, and Neil, and only Evans is capable of coming on for either of those two so and and you can't hang your hat on Evans and it's, but the Evans substitution is very one dimensional as well isn't it it's yeah. very like that's what he is he's, a, yeah, he's yeah. not going to ch- really change the game um, <clears throat> but it, that wise you've got McGeady O'Brien Diaku Gooch you've got we, we do have a few options again now you know I, I know O'Brien's played behind the striker as well He's, he's, he's played out wide a few times. He's done. I think he's done. I think he's done okay. I thought he was poor against Charlton. I didn't think he was really in the game against Charlton. Mm. He didn't feature on on Tuesday night. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back in the team. I would. Put, I would put him in. Yeah. I would put O'Brien. McGe- I would have O'Brien McGeady wide yeah. as me as me wingers because yeah. I don't think Gooch is there yet. He's not. You know. I don't think I don't think it I don't think if he's played seventy minutes on Tuesday after not barely playing he's not gonna start the game. I think we'll get a good half an hour out of him maybe at, at the end. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Rather than you know I think I think having uh, having Embleton back is yeah. is key. I think it's key to that that that, that three behind Stuart. Because I don't think we were there on... We definitely weren't there on Saturday. And in terms of the three, that was we behind. didn't really turn up on Saturday, no, no, to be honest. No, no. And I just felt it. It was like, that's that's where... If I, if, if, you know, if I said that everything goes to Neil, it's the, the, the three behind Stuart that that are the creative force and they just weren't sparking at all. And as, as hard as they were working, it was just wasn't coming off. You need something... I think what what Embleton brings to that, that front... I say front three, but you know it's a, the midfield three. What he brings to that is different to what to what Pritchard brings and what McGeady brings if he's in a ten role. I think I think Embleton's the only person in that squad that can really do what what we've done so far this season. No. So, no, so it, it'll be good to have him back. O'Brien works hard, and you know that you'll get that from him. So we saying O'Brien and McGeady are wide, and that's what Embleton I would say. In the yeah. middle behind Stuart, yeah. I'd, I'd be happy with that. I think. Yeah. I'd, I'd uh, go with that. There we go. Doyle Agreed. and Agreed. Doyle and Flanagan centre half, yeah, I imagine, yeah. and the fullbacks kind of pick themselves. Yeah. Well, prediction time, I think. 
Gareth? We, um, um, I'm going to say one all. Ooh. The, cor- the ideologically correct result is it used to be. Yeah, mm. I'm going to say one all. I don't think it would we be need a bad a goal result. Score. Don't think it would be a bad result we either. Need a goal scorer. We need a goal. I need score. a goal scorer from Stewart. Right. There well, you go. You said that as if I knew you were going to say Stuart. Well, of course. He's you know he he that's what he does, isn't it? He, he will goals. do that. Yeah, yeah he, he, he does will, goals yeah. as I've always so said. With him. Uh, Richard, I would I would also take a point. Um, so I'm going to go two two. Okay. And Neil and Sergen. Oh. oh wow! Left field, Sergen. But I'm going to be the voice of left field. Left, I'm going to be the voice of reason. And uh, really, <laughs> predict a three-one Sunderland win. <laughs> uh, Callum Doyle, as I say every week now, which has become a new thing. Um, Embleton to make up for his stupid red card at Gillingham, and Ada McGeady with a penalty to wrap it up. And speaking of wrapping it up. It's time for us to go to. Um, thank you very much for listening. I might try and do some kind of reaction pod on Saturday. I can't promise that. If not, someone will be back with you on Monday. Someone. <laughs> Probably I might Gary. have a Monday off. Well, you can have do a Monday it. off. I might do it. I might do it. I might do it on Monday, it on Monday it. as well. I might as well. Thanks for listening. <laughs>